0: Hello, gas Costa here, and this is the Costa Daily. Yo, today I'm hype, guys. Hype! It was a beautiful, beautiful day here in New York City. Today is May 21st, 2020, and uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. The sky was clear, the sun was out, nice little breeze. You know, for me, it was a good day because... The infection on my face is healing. <laughs> you know, not fun having lupus. Just want to put that out there. So I was sitting here, you know, on Twitter. And, you know, <laughs> you don't know because you're my, you're my audience. So you do not know. I have a Twitter problem. <laughs> I go deep into the hole. Um The current climate right now in this country, in New York City especially, is volatile because the president, the current, I don't even want to call him the president, the current occupant of the White House, who has completely... <laughs> brainwashed and uh, conned the entire country. Um, you know, his numbers are tanking right now because of this whole pandemic, like really tanking. And uh, it's bad. And he he's not acknowledging. He's not, you know, he's not sorry. He's, he's like, I have no responsibility. <laughs> and it's just insanity. And, you know, of course, I live in New York City and my governor is a Democrat and he has been very vocal in his feelings about the situation to which Trump has retaliated by, you know, denying New York benefits, denying New York PPE, which is for so the people don't know what PPE is, that is personal protective equipment. And in a pandemic that's pretty bad. So the whole thing is like really a giant clusterfuck and it's quite volatile. Um I'm a democrat and I'm I'm not a democrat cuz I'm anti uh, well I was not before. I was not anti you know Republican. I I was just a democrat because I liked Barack Obama. <laughs> Like, I thought he was a really good president. So the situation is this. Um, Now we have Biden up on the mix. And I like Biden. I think Biden's a straight shooter. I think Biden has the experience and the diplomacy that we need right now. And Trump's really doing everything he can to make it hard for Biden. And I'm praying God... In the situation that is standing right now, which is that 100,000 people are dead, you know? I've been in my house for the most part, like, 95% of the time, except to go to the store and, like, you know, hit the bank here and there, Um, since March, like, 13th or 14th. Right, and today's May 21st. Summer is right here. And, you know, this lady, this is why I'm recording. is because I'm just, I'm reading Twitter. And so there's a post and it said, How are you feeling about summer? You know, got any plans? And I thought, plans? First of all, travel is a nightmare. You can't really fly anywhere because there's travel restrictions up the S. And then... You know, Florida opened up the beaches like a week ago. And between April 23rd, actually, they opened up a little earlier than that. It was like around spring break, right? So between April 23rd and and today, they have documented another 2,300 cases. So it's like in one way... In one way, I guess, like, New York's daily case rate has gone down. But New York is still on shutdown. Like, everything is closed, except for the essentials. And even though everything is closed except for the essentials, literally not that many people are even going out. You know, like, the city is quiet. So Florida decided to open up their beaches for spring break, and now they've opened fully. And their numbers are starting to go up. And all the scientists say that there's going to be a second wave. So the beaches, you know. So my response to that tweet was, you know, the beaches. The last thing I want to do is risk my life to get on a beach. And I'm, I'm sorry if this offends people. But I do not want to get on a beach with a bunch of. You know, Republican Trumpers, r- racist Trumpers, because I'm mixed, I'm half white and half black, um, that are in, like, corona denial. No, I don't want to, no, I'm not risking my life for that. I don't think so. This summer is a dub for me. If I'm not sitting at my best friend's pool in Long Island, I'm fucking going nowhere. No, where. And even there, it was like, she said, come visit. I said, please come drive and get me. I I I don't want to take a ferry and the train to a train. Like, no way. And if I I really go in, it's a bus to the ferry, to the train, to the train. Four different modalities. Are you kidding? No way. (laughs) No way. So the climate... Not even just New York, but nationwide is so, so charged up right now. Like, this man has managed to really push everyone to their, their like, most tight wire. It's, wow, scary, scary. So, what can you do? What can you do? You know, recently, my... Boyfriend, pseudo boyfriend slash lover, whatever, whatever label we use in these days, right? (laughs) He has announced that he doesn't want to do kissing. And I'm like, really? (laughs) You kidding, right? (laughs) So I decided to like, let that go. And we're done. My daughter says I probably shouldn't talk about my personal life on the podcast, but I'm fascinated by the human condition. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that. Um, I'm still getting the hang of the podcast thing, so I don't really, you know, they don't give you a book about, like, what to say and what not to say, and I'm, I'm honestly just turning it on and talking. Um, so, uh, you know, at some point, I'll probably shift it more into, like, marketing stuff, Like, I'm doing the One Funnel Away Challenge. This week, we're starting traffic. I'm so psyched, so psyched. Because traffic is the number one thing, see, that you have to learn. It's the number one thing you have to learn. You do not have an internet business unless you know how to get traffic to your site. And then from there, you have to keep tweaking until you can get conversions, you know, So I'm really, really, really into learning about traffic. Um, A friend of mine built me a funnel and put it on my messenger. So if you go to my fan page and you hit the uh, message me button, it starts a funnel. And it asks you a few questions and it leads you through. And the whole purpose of this, honestly, is to weed out people who are not serious about online marketing. I don't even want to talk to these people. I only want people who are interested in making money, in owning their life, in owning their freedom, and, and that are doing some kind of online marketing, affiliate marketing, network marketing, some kind of marketing. I don't want to talk to anybody else. Otherwise, I'll, uh, unless you want to pay me for an endorsement. Okay. You know, you want to pay me for product placement. Okay. But people who want to whine and bitch, I don't want to hear them. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to deal with them. Please don't even join my team. Don't sign up when I'm not looking. Because it's just like I'm 50 and I just don't need that kind of stress. And I'm really passionate about learning this and getting it right. Because at 50, ironically, at 50 years old, uh mastering these skills is pivotal. I can literally set myself up for the remainder of my existence on this planet. Um, I could set myself up financially by learning these skills. And that is like unbelievable, It's so cool. It's really, really, really cool. That all you have to do is like learn these certain dedicated skills. Inside and out, and now you can create an income and a livelihood for yourself. Anywhere that you can plug a computer, a laptop, into electricity and catch a Wi-Fi signal. Like, what? That, that, that kind of freedom is insane in itself, you know? Like, when I was a little girl, you, your ass better be out of bed and in your car or on a subway or on a bus by a certain time well, you're not making money that day you're not making money that week and now all you have to do is get out of bed you don't actually even have to get out of bed that's frightening <laughs> all you have to do is open your laptop like really really let that sink in a second let it let it resonate let it swim around in your head All you have to do is open the laptop. What? That's crazy. So when people bitch about this shutdown, I'm perplexed, honestly. But the people bitching about it are the people who have to get in their car and commute, you know? These are the people that have to, like, live by the alarm. I personally want to be liberated from such a thing. I get up before my alarm, but... I still am not, do- my life is still dominated by having to succumb to someone's demand at a certain period of time, um, on a daily basis. And I don't like that. <laughs> I just don't like it. Uh, so, if, you know, this shutdown thing for me has been cool cause I, I I'm living on my own clock, which is neat. I'm addicted. <laughs> I'm addicted And I'm praying to all that is wonderful in this universe. I'm praying, I'm imploring, I'm pleading, I'm I'm vibrating, I'm sending out rockets of desire. I am rampaging that come November, we are able to flip our government because we are on a fast path to self-destruction. Fast path to self-destruction. You know, I have friends in Australia. And, of course, they're like, just move here. <laughs> and, you know what? I really, really would. I'm seriously considering. I mean, of course, it's the uh, literally the other side of the continent. And, um, you know, the other side of the world. And that puts me pretty far away from my daughter. And... You guys know, if you're listening to my show on a regular basis, you know that my daughter and I are like super close and that would really, that would be a serious kink in in my life. Even though Australia is a much cleaner country, you know, food wise, way less chemicals and pesticides and all that stuff. Um, Everything. There's, There's literally like over a thousand chemicals that are allowed here that are not allowed over there not even close and so leaving the united states would be uh it would be a necessity if things go the other way in november like i would have to really seriously think about it i could always go to the motherland which is you know portugal that's where the da costa name came from there's actually a family crest which is like so cool um So I could go to the motherland. I could go to Portugal. I really am fascinated by Spain, however. And Spanish is a much easier language to learn. It seems that both countries speak Spanish, so I really don't have to learn how to speak Portuguese if I don't want to. Um, And Spain's beautiful. Like, really beautiful, you know? I mean, Marbella is... I mean, all all, all the uh, all the rich English people go there. That's their fan, fun vacation spot because apparently, Marbella from England is sort of like dry, flying to Florida for us. From New York to Florida, it's like a three-hour flight. So they go there a lot. Now. I guess in my, like, fantasy life, I would much rather be flying from England to Spain than flying from New York to Florida. (laughs) You know, it's like it sounds more impressive, too. It's like, oh, yeah, I went to Spain for a a week (laughs) instead of, oh, yeah, I went to Florida. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So Spain's definitely on the uh, vacation bucket list uh i've seen a lot of shows about spain you know, travel shows i'm a little into the travel shows too and i've seen a lot of shows about spain so spain is on the list spanish coast all the usual you know barcelona all the usual spots and because i look really really i mean i look really spanish portuguese portuguese um My mother and my father had like very little footprints (laughs) on the overall look. And if I had to say, I look much more like my dad than my mom. My face is really, really my dad. My body is kind of more my mom, but my face is really, really my dad. And, uh, but at the end of the day, 99% of the people who meet me think I'm a Puerto Rican. And then if I put on a hijabi, obviously, then I look Arabic or Muslim. Actually, if I do my makeup a certain way, I look very Arabic. And then there's the time that I got mistaken for a Jewish chick in the wintertime. I had a long, long skirt on, not to the floor, but like to my ankles. And I was wearing tights underneath it. Um, and I had a hat. I'll never forget that. I had this like kind of wool, like knitted hat my mom had gotten me, which was like very old ladyish. And I was wearing a wig because at the time my hair was really, really falling out from the lupus. And I had like no makeup on that day. So I really, really looked like, I looked like a, Hasid, a Hasidic wife. And, uh, you know, someone asked me actually, and I thought it was so funny, but now I haven't been going outside that much cause my face is really freaking out. I mean, it's healing, but it was really freaking out. And, uh, I'm, it's, <laughs> it's amazing how things wind up, you know, my face is bugging to the most maximum degree at the very same time as a pandemic where I don't have to go to school and I don't have to go to work and I don't have to put on makeup. And I get to wear a mask to cover my face when I go outside. Like it's a loopy's dream. It's a loopy's dream, can you imagine? So, you know, while people are mad and upset and dejected and feeling oppressed, I'm thanking God. And so, you know, I I'm going to do a Facebook live tomorrow morning um about perception. <laughs> because really perception is everything. Perception is everything. You know, um I I told you earlier in the episode that my boyfriend doesn't want to kiss anymore. And that is partially about perception. Um, I feel like there's a part of him that doesn't have confidence that he's attractive and doesn't have confidence that he is like, sexy, let's say, you know, like, he doesn't have that juge, the zhuzh that drives a woman, you know, a little bit mad, <laughs> he doesn't think he has it, and I am so, like, bummed out, because I really like him, and I think he's just so cool, you know, I think he's sexy as fuck, but... Like, I used to see him walk, walking, like, you know, down the hall. We used to work in the same building. And I would see him walking down the hall and I would think, oh, God, he's so hot. (laughs) You know, I was really, really into it. I, you know, I see him and I immediately, like, I want to flirt with him and, you know, he makes me smile. And just right now, I'm smiling, like, ear to ear because I really like him. And he really, there's, like, this whole barrier, this whole perimeter around him that he just won't open up. He won't let me in. He won't do it. And I tried. I tried, but now he's thrown, you know, he threw a grenade at me that was big enough that I'm like, okay. You know, like men throw these little, these little like balls at you, you know, little stupid things. Um, And I think it's like really deceit, they get, they're gauging, like children will, will act out and gauge your response and by the by the level of your response then they know where the line is at, you know. And men do the same thing. And any woman that doesn't want to admit that is lying to herself cuz it's true. And, you know, politically speaking, the president does it all the time. All the time. Every time he goes after a female reporter in a press a press thing, he's testing boundary. You know, every lie he's testing boundary. Every little innuendo, kind of like he'll drop this little bomb and see if it picks up traction. These are all tests. And so, you know, saying something like he doesn't want to kiss anymore, that's a test. And but it's it's like the fifth one, you know. So at this point, he has made the wool so high. You know, it's like he started out. And it was like a little one. It was like a little barrier. It was like one of those little fake fences you put around a tree that's in a sidewalk. If you live in a city, you know what I'm talking about. And you put this little barrier fence. And it's, it's, it's you know, it's like maybe a foot. Maybe. <laughs> around the, the tree. So people don't walk across the tree dirt getting to their car. Um, And it protects the trees and the tree's roots. And then you have, like, a a regular front area fence, which I think the legal limit is four feet, right? You have one of those. And then you have the six-footer. The please stay out of my body, my yard, (laughs) my body, my yard. It's a six-footer. And then you have the prison perimeter height (laughs) you know with the with the angled barbed wire on top (laughs) the absolute no entry no exit (laughs) and that's where we're at that's in my book as a woman saying you don't want to kiss that's the prison perimeter that's the prison perimeter fence it's high and at some point, you have to say to yourself, like, how high is too high? So that's it for me. That, that's too high. Too high. I have bad luck with men anyway. I mean, I really do. Even the ones that love me are a pain in the ass. I've actually come to the conclusion that possibly in this lifetime, it's just not in the cards for me for it to work out. There's plenty of men, but to work out. ugh. It's like politics. My love life is just like politics. (laughs) It really is. It really is. So this quarantine thing, at the end of the day, it has been a bit of a blessing for me as a Lupus as a warrior, as a person trying to learn something new to change the trajectory of my life. It has been very treasured time, <laughs> and I'm grateful for it, and I don't want it to end. Uh, the governor of New York has extended this, the shutdown to June 15th, so literally there's a whole nother month to go. So I'm just trying to like be patient, be disciplined in my endeavors, spend little or no money. So just in case when my unemployment runs out and maybe the restaurant can't open, then I'm not screwed. I'm just trying to keep my head about me, you know? The stress is really intense. I did lose like a whole section of hair over this. Um, That's like a a nice perk of lupus is that your hair falls out random. (laughs) But I'm trying to keep up on my exercising, keep up on my schoolwork, keep up on my funnel work. Ride it out, baby. Ride it out going to vote for Biden. He's the clear choice. And God willing, the rest of the country will get on board. Pray for us. Pray for ourselves, guys, because we're in a a really tough time. Like, even if you're a Republican, I think you're still in a tough time because your party is disintegrating. It's imploding and, and it's, it's it's really a train wreck, you know. And for the cynical, you know, I told you so people, they're sitting there with their popcorn <laughs> and they're, they're enjoying the show. I, I really am saddened by the entire situation. The whole damn thing makes me really sad. Like if I sat here and I really thought about it, I could probably cry. Because a country that I love, a country that I never... I've never been the person like, man, I wish I could live somewhere else. (laughs) You know what I mean? I have always just been like, I'm a New Yorker. I'm proud of that. And now I'm just like, God, I'm an American shit. Like, where are we going? But I don't want to get doom and gloomy. Nobody wants to hear that shit. I don't blame you if you want to shut it off right now. I I don't even know what time it is, but what I do know is every day brings a new potential. Every day brings a new clean slate, a new chance to calibrate and vibrate at a different, better level. And that gives me solace. It gives me hope. It gives me encouragement. It makes me feel like I can go to sleep tonight, get up tomorrow, and handle it. Make it happen. Get it done. You know? You can never get everything done. You know, you're never truly done. But you can go and get done one day. You know? Pack as much quality value in there as you can. And... uh Try to just, you know, put some good stuff in your brain, learn something good, you know, do something kind for your body, exercise, eat right, get enough rest, feed your soul, connect with your friends and your family, send a text, send a card, write a letter, you know, voice voice, FaceTime, Zoom. Like, don't isolate. Don't isolate. Don't go into yourself. Humans are not good at being so, at solidarity. That's why they they put people in solidarity, in like a, a, you know, a confinement, when they want to punish them. That's why being in solitary is punishment. Because people are not made to be alone. We are pack animals. We are group people. This is why people like events. That's why they like to go to things where there's thousands of human beings. They love hundreds of human beings. They love the party. They love the nightclub. They love the dancing. They love the commuting, the drinking, laughing, joking. We love that. I'm an only child and I don't necessarily love it, but I deal with it. (laughs) I deal with it. But yes, we humans, we have the desire to be included, the desire to be part of the group, to be brought along, to be in the clique. And so, you know, even, even somebody as negative as Trump wants to be loved. He wants to be in the clique, you know. And it's unfortunate because his clique, <laughs> his clique is a little crazy. Um, but we have our clique, too. We have our clique, too. And hopefully we can all just get along. That's what I'm... Hoping this, we can all just get along. So, with that said, this is Cass. I'm going to peace out.